Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Second and four. Here's another broken tackle. This is the rookie, Trey Palmer, and he is gone. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. And Joe Buck with the call this past Monday night on ESPN as the Buccaneers 30-plus points against the Philadelphia Eagles, blowing the Eagles out and advancing through the divisional round of the NFL postseason. We'll talk about Tampa's game against Detroit and whether we think Tampa covering the 6.5 correlates to a bet on the over in the game, on the total at 48.5. We'll do that in just a second, but a couple uh, pieces of housekeeping to do before we get to that. First, uh, this is our last segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium and you want to check out the final hour, the power hour of the show, where we will continue talking the divisional round, our updated thoughts, bets, etc., uh, head on over to twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll also, at the end of the show, give you all our bets coming up for tonight. Also, uh, you want some You Better You Bet merchandise? Of course you do. You like the show. Why wouldn't you want to support us by checking out youbetteryoubetshop.com? You can check out uh, designs, like all our all our favorite. I, Alex, I, I hate this copy. I want new copy, please. For today, it's fine. Let's do something different for tomorrow. Not your fault. I just don't like it anymore. All all our favorite designs, like Prop King, Don't Be a Slap, etc., Choose Your Capper, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, hoodies, hats, etc., all at YouBetterYouBetShop.com. That website, again, is YouBetterYouBetShop.com. That's not Alex's fault. That's just like, I just, I hate the copy. I just want a new copy. That's it. Just give me some, let's need something new. All right. Uh, all our bets for tonight, again, coming up next hour, twitch.tv backslash betql. But uh, for now, Ken, let's continue talking divisional weekend here and the question of the moment. Tampa Bay 
covering the spread, correlating to an over on Sunday on the road to Detroit against the Lions? Uh, I, I say yes. It sounds like you're a little bit more noncommittal on that. Yeah, just I, I like the over a little, and I like Tampa a little. Do I like them together to say that, like, if one happens, the other has to happen? Or more to the point, if Tampa covers, does the game have to go over? There are a couple things that would make me really nervous about that. Uh, the tendency of both coaches, actually, like Bulls, really conservative, Campbell, kind of an all or nothing. And if it's nothing, you're just you're toast, like in that situation. And maybe the game ends up being lower scoring. Go for a couple fourth downs at the goal line. Don't get anything. That that kind of stuff um, can really hurt for, again, a total that's approaching 50. So I just it's again, like th those are things that make the Bucks more likely to cover just is it mean cover and it, then it has to go over. That's a little problematic. And then, so that was what I was thinking about why I didn't like it. To be fair, Chernoff said something last hour. He was uh, making a, like a bull case for Tampa in the game a little bit. And he mentioned how good their run defense has been recently, like last six or seven weeks. I will be curious. He also, to be fair, was like also when these teams played and Lions recently, like there's been a lot of early downs passing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a golf game. Maybe it's a lot of play action. Maybe it's not run the ball on first down, second down. But like Campbell likes to do that a lot. And if he's just like running into something that's really problematic and not going to work really well. That's also another way that golf gets into third down. The game slows down a little bit and it ends up being a little clunky against a defensive minded head coach. So there are definitely ways that Tampa and the overhead at the same time, maybe it's even the most likely way that Tampa wins. Um, it's just like, I, it, it's not one-to-one. -one. Like I have a lot of trouble seeing the Packers cover an under game. Like I just, I almost can't see it happening. I'm It can happen. Purdy could turn it over five times. Like I just, but man, it just seems really likely if they cover, it goes over. Just don't feel that confidently about the other two, and especially this Tampa one. And to be fair, like to Ken's point on the Lions, and they can't be right about that, right? These two teams played back on October 15th. Different different set of circumstances, right? right. At a different point in the season. Detroit won that game 20-6. to So like, could this be like a 24-21 Lions win where Tampa covers and the game goes under? It could. I, 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 will, still, I will still go... That yeah. game was in Tampa. Yeah, we bet Detroit in that what minus three. We did. That was uh that the, the handicap of that game was identical to one we used a few other times. Like when the Bucks stepped up in class throughout the season, you did not want to be on them. Like they they got they got smashed pretty good. Maybe the argument is like this is another one, and last week wasn't because that team had quit. Like that's that wasn't what last week was. Is you could be like, oh well, the Eagles they played them early in the year, just like a different Eagles team, I think, down the stretch. So, like the the case for Detroit in the game is just look like a lot of these Tampa A level games, they really, really did not go well. Had the miracle backdoor against Buffalo would be another example where like again, and the, what was the what was the key to all those games? Early season Eagles, Lions, the game that we're talking about, Bills, the miracle backdoor cover, and almost like miracle win or tying the game to the Hail Mary at the end of the game. What's the key to all three of those games? The Tampa offense was a zero in all three of those games. That was the hallmark of those three games. Did at mid they had three of the worst uh, offensive performances any team had in any game. They had three of them, and it was when they played an A-level opponent. So I, maybe that is part of kind of my thinking going into this game. Where would you rank uh, Tampa's win? In Green Bay on December 17th, 34-20. That's like the Baker Mayfield, like perfect passer rating game. Yeah. Does that, like, game. like where does where does that fall for you in kind of like in this equation? Well, like, let's be honest, right? Like uh, you can even, you can tier the teams however you want. 
Green Bay's never never an A level opponent for anybody. I mean, it, it, you could you can argue about how many are in an A level tier. You think about it like how how Ken Palm does his like A and B level games. Hey, if you're like on the road against a top fifty team, that's like a B game. If you're on the road against a top twenty five team or whatever, like you know, it's kind of he breaks it down a certain way. You can do it however you want. I don't really think there's an argument that Green Bay's like a a top tier opponent. I do think early and people can argue about the Eagles now too. It's a long season. I think early season Eagles can qualify as an A-level opponent in terms of the talent level, how they were playing. Didn't have a lot of injuries at that point. Like, I think that makes that, you know, you put San Francisco in there, you put Baltimore in there. I think you could put Dallas in there. You can put Buffalo in there, I think. Like, there are, like there's we can all kind of universally agree on who's in that top level. Green, Green Bay is more like, it's sort of like when the Cowboys played the, played the Seahawks or when the Cowboys played the Rams. Like, good team, but maybe not indicative of, like, when they play the Niners, how it's going to go. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Thursday. We'll work our way back to the Saturday games, but you've said a lot here about this Bucks Lions game that has me that has me pretty interested, right? And I'm curious where your lean is on on the side of the game. And it like we we literally did this on Monday. If Tampa wins, then this, what would we want to do? If Philly wins, then this, what would we want to do? Both teams would obviously go on the road to Detroit. And Ken, I think you would may have even like bet like a better number than this, bet Detroit on a look ahead at a better number than what exists right now against uh against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you asked me kind of like what do you think the spread of the game would be? This is not to pat myself on the back, more to just be, hey, I think this is really good. I thought Detroit six and a half was kind of like the right number in the game. And I think I you six, agree, right? To be fair. Okay. I said so, yeah. Okay, so do you do you like Tampa a little bit? Is this step up in class for Tampa? So it's Detroit all the way. Uh, I I have like a lukewarmish take here on the side of the game that I'll give in a second. But where do you stand right now with the Lions and Bucks? Not not anywhere confident. Unfortunately, uh, I'd rather Same. I'd rather tease the two Saturday favorites more than I'd rather bet this game. I'd rather parlay the Packers in the over more than I'd rather bet this game. Uh, I might rather bet the Bills more than I'd rather bet this game. And I don't even like the Bills very much in the other game. I thought about, do I want to, okay, like, let's let's play it out. So I, I don't have anything, like, great for you, side or total. Kanish and I talked earlier in the week that, to be fair, the total was less than it is right now. And I said, like, that total looks a little low. I think it's likely to go up just with, you know, kind of how each team is playing right now. He agreed. That's what he was referencing. Now the total's like, now they're 49s basically everywhere. And that's why he did the little MGM promo there that they're dealing a 48 and a half. Um, I, not, nothing with any kind. So then I play it out. All right. What do we do in the la- in two segments ago? If I think the side and the total are perfect, is there another way to play the game? Manipulate the point spread and total somehow play derivatives. Like for people who don't know, that would be like quarters or props that derive from the side and total of the game. Like who's going to score first or what the ha- first half market. And I, this is the only game of the four where I get skunked there too. Like, do I want to tease Detroit to win and pair it with something? Not really. Like, I, yeah, you, yes, they're going to win the game a lot. Also, you pay a huge tax, and I think there are some times that Tampa does win the game uh, because Detroit's defense is so vulnerable because they're not very good, and uh, and so they can be had in a game like this, and their coach has kind of this all-or-nothing tendency, and when it's nothing, you get Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh against the Titans a couple of years ago, and that's how the Titans win that game. So it, it can kind of work both ways. Again, I think this just goes back to, like, I think this is pretty close. Like, I think this is probably what about what it should be, and uh, if I had to bet the game right now, I would probably like bet the over with a very, very low level of confidence. And that's about it for right now. I, I, I think I'd bet the over also. I would lay Detroit before I would take the points with Tampa. Um, 
I think what Tampa did, and like, you know, Ken, I thought like we could be wrong about how the game played out, but you were right with a lot of stuff that you said last week heading into the game, like against the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was like, look what Tampa's done offensively the last couple of games. They got completely shut down by Dennis Allen and the Saints. And then, yeah, like they beat Carolina in week 18 to win the division, shut them out. DJ Chark fumbled the ball out of the end zone. Baker was hurt the entire game. They scored nine points on a brutal on a brutal um, Carolina defense in that game. And the question that I think people should ask themselves is, like, do you, do you think that what happened on Monday night was more about Tampa or more about a Philadelphia Eagles defense that can compare to being like like the worst Madden player, like trying to play defense on Madden, basically, like completely unable to make a tackle? Was that more about the Eagles defense or was it more about like Dave Canales, Baker Mayfield and what the uh, what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were doing were doing on offense? I I, I kind of think it might have been more about the Eagles being terrible on both sides of the ball here. So, like, great. Like, Todd Bowles and the defense did a great job on Monday night. Like, full credit to them. Also, like, Troy Aikman's literally watching the game and everyone on Twitter saying it afterwards, too. Like, like, everyone knows what's coming. There's, like, a solution to the problem, and the Eagles just decide, like, to not use that solution. It's like, there's a fire... You have a fire extinguisher, and the Eagles are, like, like throwing oil onto the fire instead. Like, oh, I think this will put it out. It's like, no, this is going to make it worse. What the hell are you guys doing here? So enter the the Detroit Lions now. There's no mystery in what Todd Bowles is going to do. I don't even mean that as a, as a negative. He's a really good defensive coordinator. He's going to do what he does. Here's Ben Johnson. Not Brian Johnson. Ben Johnson for the Detroit Lions. I, 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 I fail to see how the Lions aren't going to like... The Lions are not stupid offensively. I, I fail to see how they're not scoring a bunch of points in this game. Uh, and that's why I think Tampa correlates to the over, because I think Detroit's definitely scoring. And uh, I ha- I would stick with the Lions, Ken, if I had to bet a side in the game. I don't think I'm going sure. to lay Detroit 6.5, but I think I, that's what I would do if I had to. And I do like teasing them, by the way. I do think they're going to win the game. Okay. Well, and you like the Chiefs up too, so maybe that's your Sunday teaser: Lions minus a half, KC eight and a half. Maybe that's like how you choose some, to play uh, play the two Sunday games. Some would, would call it Memorial Ken, teaser. the the 2023 oh. NFL season yeah. opening Memorial teaser. Yes. The week one memorial teaser. All right. Our stadium portion of the day is done. If you're watching on stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql. We got a lot we still have to get to divisional weekend, plus our bets for tonight. The power hour will be especially powerful today. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.